0: simple life together episode 45 your house is on fire you can save five things what are they
1: hi and welcome to simple life together a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world i'm dan hayes
0: and i'm vanessa hayes On the last episode of the show, we shared some tips on simplifying your communication and becoming a better listener. Today, we take a major turn back toward the things in life that we hold dear to us, and we're going to share an exercise that we developed for ourselves to find out which of our possessions out of our entire home are the most important to us. We'll share the results of that exercise with you, tell you exactly what came out of it, and offer some tips if you want to try the same thing in your home too. It got pretty deep for us and certainly wasn't as easy as we thought it would be, so stick around.
1: Yeah, so we talk a lot about getting rid of stuff on the show, and in our lives, that's what we try to do, and we've gotten rid of just about 3,000 things this year alone and have a couple hundred people who kind of joined in on it by accepting the edit and forget it challenge, but today, we're looking at things just a little bit differently, Mm -hmm. and while we've kind of opted out of following the mass consumerism that I think most of society still holds pretty dear. Mm -hmm. There are some things that we hold dear too. We've talked about that on other shows. I I get a little sentimental about some things, right? right? But uh, today we're going to talk about the five things that you'd grab as you left your burning home. Now, I know it sounds pretty dramatic, (laughs) but by spending some time to think about those top five things, it kind of greases up your mental gears in a couple of ways. So what we want to share with you, and hopefully that we want you to get out of this episode is we want you to identify the things that mean the most to you and why. We want you to contemplate whether you're giving those things the attention that they deserve day to day and identify ways to keep those things safe now and ready to carry out if necessary. And there's some other things we want to do too.
0: And condition yourself to more easily part with the things that didn't make the list And it's also going to help get you thinking about being prepared in case of an emergency. So that's kind of what this exercise did for us. And so we figured that's probably what's going to help you do too.
1: Yeah. And to be real candid up front, I have already kind of cheated a little and combined some things and taken some action, you know, (laughs) just in case, you know, you never know. Well, that's what's going to happen. That's what's
0: going to happen to you when you do this exercise, you're going to... I couldn't stop thinking about it all day. I was just like, what would I do? What would I do? Oh, my gosh, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, you know, here's how this kind of came about. The first time I thought about it was, geez, it was over 10 years ago, and a colleague of mine lost all of her possessions when her apartment caught fire. And thankfully, she was away for the weekend. She had a friend in town. They were away for the weekend. So she had a full suitcase packed, and she wasn't in harm's way when the fire occurred, and thankfully, nobody got hurt. But- she was devastated when she got the news and, you know, me and a couple other friends were already there, saw what happened. She was coming in from out of town. And when she got home and she just found everything was gone. Wow. And that was the first time I ever really contemplated losing all my stuff. And I got, my heart goes out to people who mm-hmm. who lost all their stuff, especially if they are just not conditioned away from the th- things like, like we have kind of become. Right. But that was the first time I really thought about it. And- mm-hmm. Not that I took any action on it, but it was always planted. The seed was planted in my mind. Let me put it like that, I guess. And even though I didn't take any action, I've been saying for a while now that we kind of need to sit down and talk about what we would do in an emergency, right?
0: Yes, you have.
1: I mean, that's one of the basic things you learn as a kid. You know, you go to school; they run fire drills and all that. What do you do
0: in an emergency? Fact: uh, Sunshine came home with a project where she had to. Well, we had to discuss the fire escape plan because it was all fire prevention discussions throughout the week so yeah
1: and we've we've done that with the kids before Mm -hmm. but when it came to you know, getting and that and that's good because getting out is the most important thing. Any right. emergency, getting out. Right. And uh, but you know, if you do have time to grab those five things, and of course, this is all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Th- you know, what would you grab? It's not to grab those things during a fire. It's really more about the thought process. And I'll well, talk about
0: have, yeah. And but haven't you heard? Like on the news, there's folks who didn't get there in time, or there's folks that will share their stories about how we were able to grab the dogs, right. the kids. And we were able to grab a couple of photos and that was it, you know, right. and, they, and most of them were just thankful, obviously, of being alive, right. but there are, there are times where people may have just a few minutes and that's it. So
1: we got to thinking, what would we take with us if we had the opportunity? What are our most important things? Well, I'm going to kind of take you on a little tangent here, but in the military, we use a lot of different techniques to teach lessons. Often we use tasks or actions merely as training tools to teach or instill other skills. So, for instance, way back in the day, I was what was called a military training instructor. And for those of you who don't have a lot of exposure to the military, just think of a drill instructor. All right? That's what I did. <laughs> Each service calls them a different thing. But anyway, it kind of, might be kind of difficult if you've been listening to the show for a while.
0: Like the drill instructor on uh, 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 fourth Gump?
1: Uh, yeah, a full metal jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, sounds
0: like, yeah. But, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs>
1: and, uh, but um, yeah, it might be difficult to picture me in a bad mood and doing lots of yelling for three years. But honestly, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I love the job and I considered it kind of an acting gig. So I got to be totally somebody different when I went to work. But as a drill instructor, one of the skills we tried to teach in, in each recruit was attention to detail. And just one of the many tools we used to do that was making them fold their clothes to exacting detail, right? So literally mm-hmm. following instructions step by step, Using a ruler, ironing their T-shirts and their underwears in the six-inch squares. You know, yes, ironing your underwear. Yeah, I did
0: not do that in my field training. Well, officers,
1: that's, you were an officer back at this time. I was an enlisted guy, you know. But um, you know, the edges ha- had to be—I mean—folded so they were like neat and as even as the pages of a book. Wow! And did we expect them to keep this up after basic training? No, but the skills were transferred. And they could apply those to other things, right? So they can, they could use that attention to detail in other ways.
0: Right. You know, and it's a lot like how I coach my clients and how I work with them as far as I'm trying to teach them just basic skills. It may not be, I don't expect them to be as perfect and do it exactly the way that works for me, but it's. They can figure out by just knowing what the basics are as far as right. there's steps here. You know, like you were saying, the step-by-step. If you just use this process over and over, you can apply it to different types of scenarios, right. you know. And it's just like with routines. If you think of everything as a routine, it's going to make your life easier right. type thing. So, so yeah, yeah. So,
1: when you work with your organizing clients or your coaching clients, you transfer those skills because you don't want them to be dependent on you. Right. right? You want them to be able to apply those skills in another way. Right. And that's kind of to get back on point here, that's why I thought this exercise would be important for us. Yeah, sure, it's about discerning those five things that are really important to us, but the real benefit comes from following the natural course of things and asking the follow-on questions. So, Vanessa, you know I have uh, my own corollary to Dwight Eisenhower's quote, right? And I say, plans are worthless, planning is priceless. And it's in going through the exercise thoughtfully that will give you the most value, It's not easy to say this thing has more value than that when Mm -hmm. you're trying to pick your five things. And plus, as life goes on, things may change. Circumstances may change and so forth. Sure. So in the end, the plan isn't as important as the ability to narrow down what's important to you and why. Yeah,
0: that's a good point.
1: Again, that's priceless, and it's something that we should do on a continual basis. And this has been a great training tool for us, and we were hoping that, you know, folks who listen to the show would find it helpful to them too, right? Yes,
0: absolutely. So
1: (laughs) first we probably ought to start off with a few ground rules. Why don't you cover the ground rules?
0: Okay, well, so let's start with basically setting the stage for how we went through this exercise, and here are the assumptions. Just assume that you, your kids, your loved ones, including beloved pets, are safe, sound, and out of the house. Right. Okay, so that's the first thing. Yeah, the
1: first thing, (laughs) obviously, everybody's safety is the most important. So that's assumption number one.
0: And then following the fire... All your basic survival needs will be met, like food, shelter, water, all that good stuff. Okay, so that's
1: that's assumption number two. So you don't have to like run and grab food or a blanket and all that stuff. Gotcha. Right.
0: And assumption three is you can choose five things that you can carry out of the house. Okay. Okay? So So those are the assumptions. Right.
1: It can be the couch if you can carry the couch out of the house, right? (laughs) Or like it can't be the – I mean if the safe is bolted to the ground, you can't really – yeah, carry the I probably same, not yeah. going to have
0: time to unbolt that and take it right. out, right? Yeah. okay. So, so right. basically, you're safe, your basic needs will be met after the fire, and you have five things that you can carry out of the house. Fair basically. enough, okay. Right? So let's go through this and talk about our five things, all right, Dan? Okay. So, and I think we should do this individually, because what's important to me might not be as important to you. Okay. And I think what we're going to do here is that we'll start in reverse order and do it like countdown style.
1: All right, gotcha. So
0: kind of like five, four, three, two. Want, Number like, one. Like
1: David Letterman, top 10 There list, you go, right? yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: okay, and then for each thing, let's hit the three takeaways that I think that you mentioned earlier right. as far as what is the thing and, and why, so we'll do that first, and then we'll ask, am I giving this the attention it deserves right now? I think that's a very important question. Right. And then we'll talk about what are some of the ways to keep this safe now and ready in case of emergency.
1: Okay. okay and so then- for
0: each item, we're going to discuss those three things.
1: Gotcha. And then when we're done, we'll talk about the other two, like um, how has going through this exercise helped condition you to more easily part with things that didn't make the list? Mm -hmm, That's good. And then do you feel better prepared for an emergency? Do you think uh, that by going through this, you might possibly feel less stress if an emergency did occur, right? Yeah, good question. So let's go through this and we'll start with item number five. You go first.
0: Okay. So my number five would be, I have this two gallon baggie. Full of some keepsakes that my mother gave me that she saved for me when I was a kid. And then also in that ziplock, it's a big, oversized ziplock, two gallon. I also have a purse full of notes that my sister wrote to me. We became, we are always close because we are only a year and a day apart. So we've always celebrated birthdays together, all that stuff. We've been close. But we really became close when we went to high school together because we started high school at the same time we right. had moved. And so we started high school at the same time, and we just connected. And so she has all these hilarious notes and just really cool notes that she would write to me, and I saved all of them. And So that is important to me. Okay. So that is my number five. So am I giving it the attention it deserves? Probably not because it's in a hope chest, and actually – just recently, I've moved it. It used to be in a closet, and just recently, I moved it out, so it's a little bit more accessible. But they're just in baggy, you know, in this big two-gallon Ziploc baggy in, in a hope chest that has stuff on top of it, like a lamp. So it's not really getting the attention it deserves, but honestly, I really don't want to give it much more attention. It's kind of my stuff, and right. it's just my private notes. Um, but uh, But there are some things I need to do to keep it safe, and ready in case of an emergency. And so what I need to do is that those are all original documents. I don't have any copies of that. I haven't scanned anything. I haven't taken pictures. And so that's really what I need to do is take the time to scan those notes. And there's also letters in there too that are very important to me, letters that my father wrote to me. And so I need to really scan those things. And then the oversized artwork pieces that my mom gave me, I need to take at least some pictures of those. So I have documentation of that. And then I'll just keep it in the hope chest Um, Because it's it's not too hard to get to. And and so I think after scanning them and keeping them in the hope chest, it's going to be okay. It'll be easy for me to get to.
1: So just um, enjoying them from time to time to kind of reminisce is giving it the attention it deserves, can.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay, so what's your number five?
1: My number five is my grandfather's shaving mug. (laughs) And I think I actually (laughs) mentioned this on one of my earlier shows when I talked talked about about the shaving ritual. I don't use it. It's just on display and it's just a connection with my maternal grandfather. And it's, uh, it just means a lot to me. And I think that it would be one of my top five. But I got to do a disclaimer first. Can I do that? Sure. So as I went through this whole exercise, I want to say up front, the conclusion that I came to was that as long as my family is safe and you know, we can continue on with our lives together, I would not be devastated mm-hmm. no matter what happened to the home. I really wouldn't. I I probably would have been a year ago or two years ago, but I'm just not this that... This whole
0: journey has really yeah, prepared us. It has
1: totally changed our perspective on it.
0: It has just opened our eyes and our hearts and yeah. our minds to just totally different way of thinking about things. Yeah. And I've got some observations, too, that I'm going to share, but at the end, okay. I think. But yeah, that's... I think I'm with you, too. It was... I had mixed emotions. It was easy in some regards, but more difficult than I expected. But right. I what made it way.
1: harder for me was that, you know, just saying, I... If we got... If we saved nothing, I would be Okay. Yeah. I would be fine. And so then I had to really think about, all right, what are the most important things? And yeah. so so anyway, my grandfather's shaving mug, all right? <laughs> That's my first one. And am I giving this the attention that it deserves now? Well, we have it on display,
0: mm-hmm. you know, it's... We actually modeled the bathroom. We redid the the bathroom based off of their old home, right? My
1: Based off of my grandparents' bathroom, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of 1920s style, late 1920s style, mm-hmm. and it's done in... Um,
0: Kind of like old restoration hardware style. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And um
1: and then it's got kind of a a, an Egyptian motif in it too, because uh King Tut's tomb was discovered in that around that era and Egyptology was big and so and I enjoyed my time in Egypt. So it was it's kinda done in that theme. Mm -hmm. And so I think yes, we are giving the attention it deserves right now. We see it every day. Mm -hmm. And as far as keeping it safe now and in case of an emergency, it's in a case. Right It's in a glass case In a bathroom It's easy to get to It's easy to get to (laughs) Why in a bathroom? Yeah, that's kind of crazy But that's where a shaving mug belongs right? right
0: Absolutely You know
1: And and people have a chance to look at it And um, I have a friend Who put all his military plaques In his bathroom That was his I love me uh, room Because he's like, well, where else will anybody get to see him? You know, you have guests over. They're not going to go right back to your I love me wall, you know. But So he put them all up in his bathroom, and I thought it was kind of cool. That
0: is pretty cool. Well, you know what you can do, though, to kind of preserve the memory, though, is, again, take a picture of it, just in case we are not able to grab it. Sure.
1: That's great. All right. Moving on to number four. What's your number
0: four? So my number four is our daughter's baby book, and basically her first year and and a couple years after. (laughs) But it's her baby book. And the reason why that is so important is because it's her book, but she's not going to be able to grab it. She's a little too young right now, but it's important not just for her, but for us because it has our memories in there too. So that's why I would grab that. And there's just something about having your story that is important, I think. And yeah, we have a lot of stuff in the digital realm, all the pictures stored there, but Kids love to look at their story. They like that tactile feel, and I just think that it would be very important to be able to save that.
1: Right, we talked about that, too, in the Organize Your Photos episode. All right, with
0: Kathy Nelson. Right. right? Absolutely. So it, that, to me, is very important. So I would grab that. That's my number four.
1: And and our son has one, too, but it's down in his mom's house. Right, so. right.
0: I mean, I tell you, we all look at that yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so, so the so, next question is, are we giving it the attention that it deserves.
1: Yeah. And what I mean by that when I kind of wrote this up was if it means so much to you, how do you enjoy it now? Right. You know, how do you give it the the attention that it deserves right now if it's that important? That's what I mean by that question.
0: Well, for the baby book, we have it in the family room where we spend the majority of our time besides the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) And it's easily accessible. It's all in a book. It's done for one thing. All the pictures are done and consolidated together. And it's right on top to where... Sunshine can pull it out, or any of us can pull she it out. She does it all the time. Oh, my gosh. She loves that book. and so, But it's right there for all of us to enjoy right. if we want to. So, yes, we are Good. giving it the attention it deserves, I believe. And the next question, though, is what are some ways to keep this safe now and ready in case of an emergency? Well, I think it's relatively safe as far as where it is. There's not much more I would want to do to it because yeah. it's there, it's in the baby album, the book. Right,
1: and it needs to be accessible, like you said. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, but as far as in case of an emergency, most of those pictures, pretty much all the pictures that are in there, we have digitally saved. So I feel comfortable with that, and stored on well, external hard drive or on the cloud in Picasa and whatnot. So I feel comfortable with that. Um, but what I don't have is I may want to take some pictures of the actual scrapbooking part. Yeah. <laughs> because there's her. There's a couple of things in there like her bracelet that she wore. You know, the hospital bracelet yeah. thing, and then. Her first shirt and hoodie and all that stuff. That, that, that would have. be awesome. So, I need to take pictures of the, the special pages in there, right. too. So,
1: and if you did that and you took good pictures of those, mm-hmm. if something did happen, you'd be able to have like one of those uh, books printed out sure. with those pictures. That would yeah. be
0: neat. So, and that's, a, that's how I would take care of it. What's your cool. number four?
1: Well, my number four is a cross, a crucifix that my uncle gave me uh, when my aunt passed away. And he has been saving that for years since his father died, my grandfather. And I guess this, my grandfather, wherever he lived, because he never really owned his own house. He Mm -hmm. rented from place to place in the city in Buffalo. But the first thing that you would see as soon as you walked in the house was that crucifix hanging there. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was amazing to me that he, he gave that to me and passed that on. And I didn't know it existed. And so that is one of the things that I would leave with. So two sentimental things in a row. Some of mine were sentimental and some of mine were pragmatic, I guess. Sure. You know? But uh, this is uh, the second sentimental one in a row. And am I giving this the attention it deserves right now? No. And mm-hmm. I really need to take action on that because... it has been
0: uh, weighing on you for a while.
1: It has been. And all I want to do is I want to put it on a, a wooden backboard. Mm-hmm. You know, not like a shadow box or anything, but a wooden backboard so that we can hang it in our entryway. Right. And I, I just haven't done that yet. And I need to. I need to knock it out. And that way we everybody can enjoy it. And right. it's a story. You it know? is. Plus it provides little... St- blessing when folks walk in the house you know <laughs> so that's one thing that i really really want to do uh-huh. and how am i keeping it safe now well i'm keeping it out of the reach of kids <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it's pretty for sure. fragile but it's uh, kind of beaten up already isn't it? it is
1: it's it's older and Wants and the uh, there's some chips in it and so forth but uh, i think
0: that gives it character though. i
1: do too hey that's how i am i'm old and got some chips in me too <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but i do need to take some photos of it and i need to honor it the way it should be and so that is on my list
0: and once it's done it'll be easy for us to grab right be right by the door yep Mm -hmm. that's the other nice thing about having a small home (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) a smaller home i should say okay so moving on to number three my third item would be a jordanian calligraphy picture that dan had gotten for me as a wedding gift right it's beautiful um it has deep sentimental value to me I love it, and um, so that's obviously something that's very important to me. So I'm definitely going to grab that.
1: <laughs> yeah, when, when um, I was actually deployed and then came home and we got married, and just before I came home, uh, I was in Jordan and I found this piece, and it's absolutely beautiful. I'm kind of into panoramic stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not necessarily a photo, but it's a long panoramic um, uh, Arabic uh, calligraphy piece and I saw it and it just looked absolutely beautiful and um, that was going to be a little wedding present for for Vanessa. And we also my son and I made little miniature ones and gave those out to everybody in the wedding party. We had like 18 people I think at our wedding. It was small, right?
0: Right. So both of those were surprised because I wasn't expecting a gift and then I wasn't expecting Dan on the side without me knowing doing little gifts for everybody which was really cool. So it was super sweet. Yeah. Um, so... That's how you are. <laughs> so <laughs> don't let that get around. I know, you always say that, but you're such a sweet guy. So are we giving it the attention it deserves right now? I would say yes, because it's on display in our foyer, or our entryway, right as you walk in the front yeah, door. It's, right, it's there. right there, and it's on an easel where we see it, our guests see it. I mean, we pass by it every day several times a day, and so yes, it is getting the attention it deserves right now, so that's how special it is. Right Now. Are there any ways that we need to keep it safer or ready for us to take in case of an emergency? No, I think it's good to go. It's right there at the exit. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's on an easel, so it's not hanging up or anything. It's not hanging on a wall, so I just need to grab it, tuck it under my arm like I'm you know, the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what is it, Joe? What's his name? I don't
1: know. The O-J, football? Oh, O.J. Simpson running through airports? What oh, no. are you talking
0: about? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm like a football player. I'd be tucking it under my arm, running. So, I think we are set. When we, you know, if we have an emergency, that I'll be able to grab yeah. and go. So
1: that surprises me. I didn't know that was going to be one of your five.
0: <laughs> well, it is. So, what is your number three? Now?
1: Well, mine is another romantic one. It's an external hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, and you know, most of our stuff is 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 backed up, and we do almost all of our work now on the cloud, Mm -hmm. but there are some old, old things that are on this external hard drive. I would just feel safer if I had it again. If it, if I didn't, Oh, well not a big deal. So am I giving it the attention it deserves right now? Well, this really isn't a thing that I love. It's another pragmatic thing, a utilitarian thing. And so um, yeah, the attention it deserves right now is to sit behind my iMac, <laughs> and so that's where it is. But um, and I, it is, it's. Just, I'm keeping it as safe as possible. It's in the world shed quarters behind my iMac. It's locked up, and you know it's not where I'm going to spill my coffee on it. Uh, I think that pretty much covers my number three.
0: Well, I think what we can do though is what we probably need to do is because I also have an external hard drive that I used years ago, but I have it up above my desk here what we probably should do is just at least go through it again. Yeah. Just to double check to make sure that those are on the other cloud storage devices. If not, then we need to consider probably transferring them over.
1: We do. And that's kind of like going through those old boxes in the attic. You know, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: And go figure, Dan. You know me. I'm the taskmaster here. I already have a list of, after going through this exercise, I have a list of, okay, now I know what we need to do.
1: (laughs) No kidding. We need
0: to go through the hard drive, the external hard drives. We need to scan keepsakes. We need to do X, Y, and Z. So I've already got the list. Don't you worry, babe. I got it. Oh,
1: I bet you do. You the checklist. I know I have a few things, too. I've actually taken action on some already. Good. But uh, I'll get to that. In it's a so bit. funny.
0: Folks, I'm telling you, when you do this exercise, it's going to get your mind spinning and you're going to be like, okay, I got to do this, got to do this. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Number two. My number two is now, here's the pragmatic side for me. Okay. Is I'm going to grab my purse. Okay. And the reason why I'm going to grab my purse is because that's usually where I store my iPad if I don't need to charge it. I have my iPad in there and my wallet and I. I've gotten away from doing this. I usually have my keys attached to it. i gotten yeah. away from doing that, but now I'm going to start keeping my keys on there. So basically, I have like three or four items in one.
1: Good <laughs> so for you. Yep. I'm going
0: to grab and go. Now, as far as giving it the attention it deserves, I'm not sure how much attention I need to give my purse, except for to protect it. And I have it kind of out of the way, tucked behind where it's not one of the first things you see in the house. It but might,
1: uh, maybe the attention it deserves right now, well, actually, it would fill in with uh, fit in with the emergency situation too. Is oh. maybe bring your purse back to the bedroom at night. Oh, yeah. And just plug your things in from there because your cords don't – I mean, cords stay in the bedroom.
0: Right, and I can have my iPad slid in in there, still charging up, facing where the outlet is, you know, kind of facing up out of the purse and having it charged, and that would be good. So, yeah. So this is the kind of stuff that got us to thinking about, okay, how can I maximize (laughs) the things that were taken out and – have a bunch of those important things. So, and the reason why I want my purse too is in the wallet. is not that that purse is important to me or the wallet is important to me, but it'll just make life a whole lot easier, not having to request new credit cards, driver's license, the driver's so, license, card, show, yep. yeah, military ID yep. cards, all yep. that stuff. So that's the kind of the pragmatic. I'm side with me. you. Yep. What about you, Dan? Your number two.
1: Well, my number two is actually a sentimental one, and um, this is one that I already took action on. But in my underwear drawer. Which is the most? This is the safest spot in anybody's house, of course. <laughs> okay. My dad used to keep chocolate because you know, with seven <laughs> kids, we'd all eat the chocolate. He always used to keep a little chocolate bar in there for himself and have one little square every day. Oh my but gosh. so anyway, in the underwear drawer, I have notes from uh, from our little girl, our boy, and I have one Father's Day card from you that mm-hmm. talks about well, won't it be great when we have little toddlers running around? And I'm like, whoa! I read that now. I was like, boy. <laughs> how old is this first of all and then, but anyway so I have the just those three notes that's it am I giving it the attention it deserves right now I actually pull them out and read them every once in a while so yeah and they're they're for me they're not something I want displayed somewhere right and uh, you know I spent a lot of time away from my son yeah um the first 13 years of his life, I was gone, nine of it, you know, on and off for nine. Because I was either overseas or deployed or I was just away somewhere. So I was gone for quite a long time.
0: Right. And
1: um, and I just had this one, it's just a sticky note that says, I miss my dad. Aww. Yeah. And it's a, <laughs> but anyway, um, he doesn't have to say that anymore. And um, uh, so am I giving it the attention it deserves right now? You bet I am. Yeah. And, um some ways to keep it safe. Not all of them are scanned.
0: No, we need to get we need, to,
1: need to do that mm-hmm. just in case. But it's right there to, to be able to grab if I needed to. But when I did my list, the other thing I had on my list was I do have one Sterlite, like Tupperware box mm-hmm. um, in the garage of my military documents and records. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put those notes in with those, so it's all one okay. thing. It's all one thing I need, I, that I'll have to grab. Okay. And I'll be able to grab it because it'll be close to my next one that I'm going to be talking about. Um,
0: and maybe you could throw your external hard drives inside that Tupperware too, so it's easier to carry because that's a heavy Tupperware. Yeah. Just saying.
1: It is, but I'm a big truck <laughs> <drug> man. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that was my number two. All right, we're coming down to
0: number one. That's the right. The big number, number one. Number one. Okay, are you ready for this, folks? Um, my let's number do one it. is. My iPhone. (laughs) It's so awesome. So sentimental. My iPhone with its charger, okay? And the reason why is because it's my mini command center. I've said that before. I tell my clients that all the time. So where Dan was talking about the external hard drive, I could care less about that stuff because a lot of the things that I access, I access on the cloud anyway, whether it be an Evernote, Dropbox, Google Docs, whatever the case may be, I have access to that On my phone, and also on my phone, I have that one password app. So it has all my passwords on there. All both of
1: our passwords.
0: Yes, which is awesome. Yeah, we share that. So it is just to me, if I can have my phone, which is right by me at the bed, you know, in the back bedroom, or we have two spots for it. When we're awake, it's in the front of the house. We have each have a little cubby for our own phones and keys or whatever. And then there's a spot in the back bedroom. So anyway, that's what I would, that's my number one. Now, am I giving it the attention it deserves? Yes, probably too much attention. We talked about. <laughs> we talked about. We really need to do a digital fast. It's kind of so I give it a lot of attention. Yeah,
1: we've been a little slow on that one. So slow on doing the fast.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm. I don't. I don't ever lose my iPhone. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it gets a lot of. attention. And it's all backed
1: up. So you know, if honestly, if that if that fell into a lake, you could just go to uh, the Apple Store. Right, and get a new iPhone. It's all, and just sync it. And Bob's your uncle. Yeah, it's a it's a
0: beautiful thing. So maybe I shouldn't worry about it.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I mean, see, that's kind of the stuff. But it's the pragmatic thing. It's the good thing to have right then, and you know,
0: then and there. Right. Because I mean, there's going to be notifications. There's going to be all kinds of stuff (laughs) going on. So, um, and as far as am I keeping it safe now and ready in case of an emergency? Um, there's not much more to do than just have it, just know where it is. Yeah, and, you got and it in the sleeve. And and exactly. Yeah. So, cool. okay, Dan, what is your number one?
1: Well, and isn't it funny? I don't have my iPhone on there, and here I am, kind of the tech guy.
0: It's okay, we'll just share my That's
1: right, that's right. I just got to get rid of that pink case. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? What, with the cherry blossoms on it? Yeah. Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> so my number
1: one thing, honestly, right now is something we don't even have yet, but it is a huge part of our plan you know for the rest of our lives and that's our our new camping camper which i get oh, yeah. which i go to i go to pick up in a couple of weeks we call it the guide on that's the name of it and so um that will be in the garage and i mean if i can pick five things i am opening up the garage door we could pull that out and we can live in that indefinitely
0: right we could and mm-hmm. the
1: longer indefinitely is for me, the better.
0: You know, when we get it,
1: it's already be fully stocked. It'll be
0: fully yep. stocked with supplies and all that kind of good stuff, and so we will be just ready to roll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I can grab the shaving mug on the way out, the crucifix on the way out. It's on the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, External I,
0: hard drive is a different one, though. That's a hard. I got
1: to take the 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 box with my military documents and the sentimental notes is going to be literally right next to. The guide, guide on, on and so I'll just put that right inside, and then get a burst of um, adrenaline, and just pull that sucker out <laughs> without hitching it up, and because it's small.
0: Well, I got strength too. I can help push. Oh, I know you can. I'm just saying. I know
1: you can. <laughs> So that would be our number one. And awesome. so am I giving it the attention it deserves like you with your iPhone? I spend way too much time looking at the build pictures because they're <laughs> building it for us. Um, they, then they send me build pictures. So I pull those down. I look at those all the time.
0: Yeah. I love seeing the progress of how they're building it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's very exciting.
1: And, um, and it'll be in the garage in case of emergency. And I will be weeping like a baby if the, something happens with the garage and I can't open it. And we lose that because <laughs> it takes six months to build. But uh, anyhow, that was that will be my one.
0: But that's very practical. I mean, that yeah. is that is awesome.
1: Yeah. So well, here and here's yeah. the benefit
0: of us too is that you know here we are married, so you can pick five things. I could pick five things. Right. And, and the then.
1: kids should. Be Put able them to, pick to work five too. Yeah.
0: Right. So, so that is helpful. Sorry for the single folks out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know they have they have. Um,
0: Maybe you can load like a saddle or some kind of like a pack over your dog or something. <laughs> that yeah. Help out, right? Come
1: yeah, on. <laughs> that's right. But we all have those five things that we either hold dear or are very pragmatic for us. So good stuff, man. This was great. So now that we've gone through each of our lists, let's talk about the other two things. Has going through this exercise. Help condition you to more easily part with things that didn't make the list.
0: Well, like you were saying earlier, it, it has. But at first, here's here was my cycle. It was at first it was like I don't have five things that I care about, right? Because I didn't really think about it. I was like, I'm not attached to anything because I consider myself not as sentimentally attached to physical objects. Um, I'm sentimental, but as. I was like, yeah, as as who? As as Dan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can say it. You can say it out loud. I am. So,
0: but then. I started walking around. And although we have decluttered so much out of our lives and out of our home, what is left is truly what we really, really enjoy or means something to us. Yeah. It's either practical or it has deep sentimental value. So it got difficult. I was looking around and then I'm thinking, I better remind Dan of some of the things that he has because he may have forgotten about the mug and some yeah. other things. There's that canteen cup, which may probably be oh, the top 10. Yeah. So anyway, so it was... Easy at first, then tough, and then I said, but at the end of the day, I'm okay. It's like you talk yourself through the cycle, and, and at the end of the day, if I can't make it, you know, yeah. it's it was fine. I was like, you know, they're not as important as I thought, because everything has some type of fix for right. you know? Yep. I'll be able to get through it, you know? So, what about you?
1: Well, I, I did learn. As a matter of fact, you just mentioned the Canteen Cup. I, you told me about that yesterday, and I totally forgot about it when I was doing my final compile on my list. And... You know the sentimental attachment there. It's a canteen cup. It's a piece of metal that you know slides under a canteen. But I've I had that my entire almost my entire 27 year career. Yeah. And it's got one of my dog tags riveted to the front of it. And anybody from my career knows me. Uh, usually asks me about my canteen cup. It's my thing. I've had it at every major event of my life, including kids being born, marriages, <laughs> <laughs> you know, graduations. You name it. I've always had that. That darn canteen cup uh-huh. with me. I've taken
0: it camping.
1: I've taken it camping. Of course, all my deployments, I've eaten out of it. Uh, I've Drink had coffee, drank coffee, beer. Honestly, I, I know sitting in a foxhole in the middle of nowhere, I've had to use it for. For showering out of and wow. you know other hygiene functions, <laughs> and then you clean it out, of course. But but that canteen cup, hot, that, hot water, <laughs> yeah. That canteen cup has been with me forever. So yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it in the in the galley of the guide on. So there it'll be in our trailer, and I'm just going to keep it there.
0: That's perfect.
1: And, um, and I'll be able to enjoy it for camping, and I'll be safe, and
0: yeah. you know, awesome. So
1: it has definitely helped me, you know, kind of condition myself to let go of things because if it didn't make the list then how important is it really if you're going through that decision to should i keep it or you know your whole list is do i do i love it do i use it do i need, need it? it right mm-hmm. actually i could probably have that backwards do i need it do i use it do i love it right
0: either way yeah either
1: way so the answer is if it doesn't fall into that category and it doesn't make my top 5 list well how much of a priority is it right you know we're so often if if you have a, a, a thing and it breaks you run right out and get a replacement for it but you know we don't do things like that anymore we give it some actual thought yeah. and sometimes getting rid of something that it may have been expensive or whatever but it opens up new possibilities like we just sold our treadmill Mm-hmm. that it was a very, very nice treadmill and we sold it and we certainly didn't sell it for what it was worth. We sold it for less than that, but we got it out of our, it was in our bedroom. We have a pretty good sized bedroom, but mm-hmm. it looks like a totally different place in there now. It's like, it's like a
0: totally luxury laundry. hotel. Yeah. Now. It's just like so relaxing in yeah. there. So well, it you, did
1: condition me. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and there were some other observations that I noticed about, about myself that, You know, I had it was both the 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 pragmatic and I needed to have some things that were definitely useful, like the purse and the phone. To me, I'm like, okay, those those make sense. I need to have those things with me. But for the one that isn't as sentimental or claims not to be sentimental, all the other items were sentimental items. Yeah. Now I also I did actually a top ten list, and when I looked at the other things that I had on my list, the other five they were all all but one sentimental items. Really. And most of them were from, well, it was either from my mom, my grandma, my great-grandmother, your mom, my dad, or you. So the important figure, you know, uh, you know, women or, or men figures in my life, people that I just love and are so important to me, it was one thing from each of those people. Wow. Which is so funny to me, because I'm like the, you
1: know... I'm not sentimental. Yeah, man. I'm not yeah. sentimental.
0: We gotta get this stuff done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and. But I really, I was, and I didn't give one thought to computers or jewelry, you know, all these ex- hard drives, I'm like, Pff, whatever, you know, and yeah. I, I didn't really care about that stuff, because I'm like, that's, yeah, that's, they're expensive, but whatever. Yeah,
1: face it, woman, you're sentimental. <laughs> so
0: it was, so the things I didn't want, I wanted things that were made by, it was usually things that were either took time to write or make yeah. from, you know, these folks' hands, or it was just that, to me, that was more special than my yeah. awesome iMac or <laughs> MacBook Air or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I just thought that was interesting.
1: So, do you feel uh, better prepared for an emergency?
0: I do. Yeah. Well, I think I've always felt prepared yeah. in a way, but I think I'm better cued in on what the priorities are. How
1: about how about uh, the other part, half of the question? Do you do you feel less stress if an emergency did occur?
0: Well, going through this. Exercise, yes. Yep. Now, I've always thought that you and I and our family work awesome as a team. Yeah. Part of that has to be because we are organized. We have homes for everything, yeah. and I'm not just you know giving you the organizing spin. It, it is beneficial, and this oh, yeah. is why it creates a lot less stress in my life because I know where things are. Yep. None of these things are an issue. It would be a much different scenario if our house was a total disaster or just so disorganized yeah. that I knew that I had to have my important documents, but I if i didn't know where they were or how to get them that would cause so much yeah. stress you know you so you know and i
1: just 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 popped into my head huh. um what we did here going through this and and thinking about each thing and how we would need to deal with it and whether or not it would affect us and if it did it made that top 5 list all that stuff that we just did was was left of the line stuff. Yes. Like oh, we talked brilliant. about. You know? So now if something did happen and God forbid it does, but if something did happen, we've already dealt with it. We've already made the decision that we can live without it or all of it if necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. So as far as, as far as I'm concerned, the um, it definitely going through this exercise definitely helped me to more easily part with things because I've truly, truly, truly know now, uh, physical possessions that are things that are important to me. And based on the assumptions that none of this would even matter if the kids weren't safe, you weren't safe, all of that, right. you know? So with those assumptions in mind, I know for a fact that, um, going through this would easily help me part with, um, things that didn't make my top five. And it did get me thinking again, I got totally distracted on the the backup issue, you know, about the data and the stuff, and especially photos and all that, because I talked way back in episode three about backup, and I reviewed a product that I ended up not liking at all, and so I am searching around for a better backup. But the reality of it is we do most of our documents and important things on either Evernote, Google Docs, or it's in Dropbox. So I mean, by default, it's backed up, but photos are a different, different th- story. Right. And our iPhone photos are backed up, but not necessarily the ones we take with the good camera. So, but the other thing that I wanted to mention, as we went through this, we used a lot of information that we've talked about in other episodes, mm-hmm. such as uh, making decisions like a fighter pilot. Remember that OODA loop we talked about back in episode 16? Mm-hmm. And then digital backup, like I just mentioned, I talk about that in episode 3. Uh, we use Evernote to store a lot of our stuff, and uh, we talked about that in episode seventeen and eighteen, both mm-hmm. that was a kind of a, an evernote you know windshield tour. yeah,
0: and then the going digital with brooks duncan yeah Brooks' stuff six. is awesome yeah, and that was episode six right and then I talked about organizing important documents in episode twenty seven so all that stuff we 've you know, we have talked about in previous episodes. So. And,
1: and even the, the important documents that we have in a fireproof safe and a floodproof safe, we didn't even mention those on the list because you there's know, a
0: 90 minute burn time and it's waterproof. So I was like, well, they're protected. Although it did get me thinking that I got to make sure that I do have copies of all of yep. yeah. So. Yep. so now you have a good grasp of those top five things, or we have a good grasp of ours, right. and hopefully you'll start thinking about yours.
1: You will. You're going to love going through this exercise.
0: Okay, so now you know what our top five things are, and by going through this exercise, you can find out yours too. Plus, you'll be able to focus your efforts on giving those things the attention they deserve from day to day. It'll let you figure out better ways to keep those things safe now and have them ready to carry out in an emergency. And like us, you'll find yourself better conditioned to more easily part with the things that didn't make your list.
1: So hopefully going through this exercise lets you see the things that are truly the most important to you and your family. Let's face it, we could all survive without those things, but the reality is that some of our possessions do bring us some comfort through reminders and connections with the past, our dearly departed, or simply serve as a physical reminder for some special event in our lives. Treasure those things honor them. But maybe now you can focus your efforts on appreciating those things and making sure they don't become lost in all the noise of all your other possessions.
0: So what are your top five things? Would you be able to grab them and leave safely in an emergency? After making your list, are you better prepared to let go of things that didn't make your list? We'd love to hear what works for you. You can share your thoughts with us in the comments at com slash zero four All
1: right, so... That's it. That's the exercise. So let's move on to the thing segment. All right. I'm going to start it off if you don't mind, babe. That's great. All right. My thing this week is actually a portion of Apple's iOS 7 update for iPhone. And honestly, I'm not prepared to jump in with a full iOS 7 review at this time. And I'm not just playing it safe because I found there are two very distinct and diametrically opposed groups as far as iOS 7 is concerned. Lots of different opinions. But I have to say that as an Audible.com customer and an avid audiobook listener, go figure. I'm an audio guy, right? (laughs) I love the fact that the new iOS lets you still control many functions of the audio player and the Audible app, even after the screen is locked. So when using the multitask function on the iPhone, I love the ability to just be able to simply swipe upwards from the bottom of the screen and reveal the player's controls. So I don't have to unlock the screen to go in and hit play or pause or whatever. It's Mm. just simple... And it's elegant. And I use the Audible.com app all the time. So that's my thing.
0: I think I'm on the opposing side of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I'm just having a hard time getting used to the whole iOS 7 update and stuff. It's just... It's a little different. It's not as intuitive as the other ones have been in the past. So it's a little bit frustrating for me. It's just that whole learning curve thing. I'm sure once I get comfortable, it'll be better. I think
1: it is. It's kind of a learning curve thing because they've had the same manual functions all the for all the different updates since the start really. Mm-hmm. And then this has been kind of a you know curveball yeah. with this one. So <laughs> and you either love the interface, the look of the interface, or you hate it. So I didn't want to I don't want to jump into the whole yeah, review. It's probably safe. So what's your thing?
0: <laughs> okay, well my thing is the Bose Soundlink Mini. And this is a little speaker system that we got. Yeah, right? a little
1: Bluetooth speaker, right?
0: Yeah, and we got it for the the camper, the camper trailer. Um, but we also got it for other reasons, too, just because it's so practical. It's really versatile. We can take it anywhere kind of thing. Like Dan said, it's Bluetooth. So, But I love it. It's this little tiny thing. It's only seven inches by, like what, two inches high and two inches deep? Right, yeah. So this little t- tiny little brick, basically. <laughs> and what's awesome about it is that it lasts for hours on its battery. Matter of fact, I took it to a client's house because I was doing a bunch of scanning, and I was just there by myself. I'm scanning documents all day. And for six hours the battery was still pretty full. It wow. was amazing. And it didn't suck out the, the battery off of my phone either, which is where I was connecting it to. It was right. connecting it to my iTunes account or Pandora, Pandora or, or Spotify, whatever. So it was really cool. Um, but I like it because it's non-invasive for a camper because before we were going to have speakers and a stereo system getting... Yeah all through it let
1: me kind of throw that in there we were going to have like this built-in stereo system with uh, you know four speakers in order to be able to work the sound system from the outside of the trailer you'd have to have an ir remote uh, receiver installed back in the galley and so you know we really saved a lot of money just by going with this bluetooth speaker
0: yeah and the labor
1: and all the labor of the install yeah
0: exactly and
1: so you know and as technology upgrades it's we don't have to mess with our trailer we can just by this uh little speaker.
0: Yeah, and it's awesome and, and it has beautiful sound, of course. Bose is known for its amazing sound quality and it this thing is so great. It's so tiny and it just resonates through the house. Yeah. So anyway, I love it. And I guess my whole point too, with you know, yeah, we saved some money on it, even though it did cost a little bit of money. Uh but this is one of those cases where quality is one of the benefits of simplicity. Yeah. And when you downsize and you're not spending money on all the other junk you can afford to kind of maybe splurge on some of those really nice quality There you things. go, good so stuff. That is my thing, the Bose SoundLink Mini. Awesome. Now, remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or vanessa at simplelifetogether.com and at Get Simplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website.
1: All right, so for announcements, the only announcement we have for you this week is if you're looking for more great content to help you simplify your life, uh, go to simplelifetogether.com and check out our recommendations page. It's uh, on a tab right at the top of the page, and you'll find links to a bunch of great blogs, websites, podcasts, and even a couple of books on there. If you know someone who's looking for some resources to simplify their life too, pass along our resources list to them. Many of these bloggers or podcasters have been on the show. So you probably know them already. Or there are folks that we actually know and follow. So pass it along. And special thanks goes out to our friend, Brooks Duncan, who we mentioned earlier, for the great post he did on simplelifetogether.com for documentsnap.com. And you can read all about it at documentsnap.com slash simple hyphen life hyphen together. And check out all his great tips about going digital to make your life simpler there, too.
0: Thank you, Brooks. That was awesome of you. He's the man. <laughs> Okay, moving on to feedback. On the website, Fiona commented on episode 2, How routines can simplify your life: Simple ways to get the most out of search and research. And she writes, "Hi Dana Vanessa, I just found your podcast on iTunes on Saturday by search word minimalist. I am on episode 3 and really enjoying listening to you guys. I love your energy and humor. I was at the grocery store today listening on my iPhone and I started laughing out loud and these people turned around and looked at me." I explained that I was listening to a podcast about simplifying and organizing your life and they looked at me funny. Who would have thought that could be funny, right? Well, I love listening to you guys. You guys have great tips. One thing I wanted to mention about this episode is Dan's crowdsource review. I've been in several occasions at shows where a product is promoted with a very good price that you shouldn't pass up. What I do is kind of like Dan's adverse strategy. I Google search XYZ product scam. I save a lot of money that way. Thought I'd just share that. Love your podcast. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I, I always search for the reverse of something, and, um, and it usually reveals a lot about what you're looking for. And don't worry, Fiona, I'm telling you, I find myself laughing for absolutely no reason all the time in public, too, and I know what those looks are like. So,
0: <laughs> so it's all
1: good. And... Pink Bubbles 66 comment on, on iTunes. I have downloaded several podcasts since I got the phone. I was listening to Healthy Married Life's podcast, and they mentioned checking you guys out, so I did. I'm so very glad I did. I have a 40-minute drive and listen every morning on the way to work. You have been very informative and given me an aha moment every day. Thank you for everything you do.
0: Well, thank you, Pink Bubbles. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like that podcast too, Healthy Married Lives. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, they're great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's it for episode 45 of Simple Life Together. So today we talked about the five things you'd save if your house was on fire. We loved doing this exercise and knew that if we shared it, you would too. My
1: thing was some of the new features in iOS 7. And Vanessa's thing was our Bose SoundLink Mini.
0: As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at com slash zero four five.
1: So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your
0: Simple Life Together.